Hey, hey, hey. It's the cooldown. This is Christian. And I'm Shannon, and we are very excited for this week's episode. So last episode, we told you all about Diva Dance, where slang is your cardio and you learned choreography. This week, we're excited to tell you about another class where you leave with new skills, all while testing your strength and endurance. Today's episode is all about pole dancing. I was very tempted to put some 70s bounce wow wow music in there, but the whole point of this episode is stepping away from everything you think you know about pole fitness. We want to tell you all about Body and Pole, how they started their aerial and pole fitness studio, and the surprising history behind pole fitness itself. When I initially tried pole fitness, my only prior understanding of pole dancing, as I think is the case for most of us, was in the context of stripping. I assume that's where it began, and gradually people saw the benefits of it as an exercise and then incorporated it as such. But I could not have been more wrong. According to the International Pole Dance Fitness Association, using a pole for dance and fitness has a long history in China and India. For example, in China, pole fitness dates back to before the 12th century. According to the IPDFA, performances of the Chinese pole were less fluid than performances we now see using a pole, due to the grip from the pole and the costume. But many tricks like the flag, which is hanging straight out at a 90 degree angle to the pole using nothing but your arms, are still being used and performed to this day. All of that to say, before the 12th century, in China, there was pole as a performance and a display of strength. Likewise, Indian pole dates back over 800 years ago in Maharashtra, and was developed originally as a form called pole malakam in order to train wrestlers. Mala, meaning wrestler, and kam, meaning of the pole. Men would sometimes take running flips onto a wooden pole covered in castor oil, and then perform incredible feats to develop strength, agility, and coordination. Today, 14 states in India compete in national malakam competitions. However, men dominate it and women don't compete. Modern pole that we know today in the Western world only began incorporating the elements of exotic dance that Christian mentioned around the 1920s. Back then, dancers of Depression-era traveling fairs would dance suggestively and use the pole holding up the tent. The first recorded pole dance was in Oregon in 1968. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. My first experience with pole dancing was in Oregon, so that's really funny to me that the first recorded pole dance was there. Did you actually know that Portland has more strip clubs per capita than, like, any other city in the U.S.? Maybe that's actually part of why I never really thought of pole as inherently sexual or sinful. I always kind of thought of it in a manner of strength and agility, because it was just something that existed there. Yeah, that's possible. Pole fitness itself, as well as the acceptance of it and its fitness benefits, has grown exponentially in the past few decades. In 1994, Fania Dietrich taught the first pole class for non-performers. After that, she went on to create the first school for pole dancing, as well as instructional videos. Today, there are classes and studios across the world, and even efforts to have pole dancing in the Olympics. And that makes complete sense. They can lift themselves into the air with nothing but their upper body strength. They can spin around holding tight with nothing but their lower body. It's absolutely insane. And it's even harder when you try it yourself. 
One of these schools is New York's very own Body and Pole. We were lucky enough to chat with one of the founders, Kira Johannesson. Hi, my name is Kira Johannesson, and I'm one of the owners of Body and Pole in Manhattan, New York. Body and Pole is an aerial dance school, so we do aerial hoop, aerial fabric, pole dancing, and flexibility. The way that it all kind of got started was that I was a choreographer and I was interested in pole dancing that I was seeing in the strip clubs, but I also saw it as possibly like a fitness form and also a contemporary dance form. So I wanted it to be something that everyone can embrace. Men, women, all ages, people wanted to move their bodies and they wanted to connect to their bodies as a dancer because everybody's a natural dancer. We sway from the very beginning of life. So the people really embraced that and learning a technique made them feel more confident outside of the classroom. So I wanted it to be a little more boutique, more hands-on and also leveled so that everybody could really embrace where they were at and grow at at the pace they needed to. We started in 2010 in a little tiny studio, only a couple classes a week, probably 10 classes a week, but we were waitlisted automatically. We hold 190 classes a week for all our aerial fabric, aerial hoop, pole dancing and flexibility classes from the intro level, so the very start all the way to the professional level. I have taken four classes now and it requires a tremendous amount of effort. It's a difficult workout, and that was just at the beginning level. In addition, there are a surprising amount of health benefits of pole fitness. First off, as we talked about last week, aerobic exercises can have a tremendous effect on your health and well-being. Pole is a full-body workout that involves resistance training, cardio, and flexibility. It goes without saying that the combination of the three can help you get in the best shape of your life. Additionally, pole fitness works different muscles than a lot of other popular sports and routines. It requires a lot of upper body strength, so think shoulders, core, back, and strengthening those muscles can help you with overall strength, posture, weight loss, and well-being. This is especially true for beginners or if you're in an introductory class. That's right. You can come into this class as a beginner and you will be 100% okay. Oh yeah, a beginner can definitely come into a class and be successful. It's a challenge, but it's totally you're definitely going to feel successful and excited to come back for more. Because you spend a good amount of time gripping the pole, another benefit is that you end up strengthening those muscles that you may not otherwise find yourself using. It's also low impact or less stress than other forms of exercise, which also helps strengthen those muscles in your hands. This can help to avoid straining and injuries like carpal tunnel. The other big benefit to pole fitness that we haven't discussed yet is a newfound awareness and empowerment of your body. And that empowerment and confidence is a huge factor behind the founding of Body and Pole. It's much more than just a fitness class, as Kira explained to us. Body and Pole's mission is to learn, transform, and create. So every single person who comes here, this becomes a lifestyle and we learn a dance technique. So it's not just going to the gym, it's actually all about coming into the space, learning a dance form or a technique, a physical form that can be translated outside of the studio. Growing confidence, growing a community, and really having it transform your life. We hope at Body and Pole that you get an experience at each class. I feel that all our instructors have that beautiful balance of bringing their personality, having awesome hands-on adjustments and spotting, and really seeing 
each client as an individual. When that door closes, you can forget about your day and that you're fully supported in the environment that we create, that you are challenged, yet you feel accomplished at the end. And we hope you leave feeling good about yourself and that you had fun, you had a good time, and your work you got a great workout. I love that they have such a tight-knit community there. They're all committed to the art, which again hammers home that this is so much more than a sexy little show or more than just a workout. There is a finesse, there is an art form, there is empowerment. And a lot of people have even said that pole dancing can be seen as a feminist reclaiming of the human body and sexuality. That reclaiming has really helped to destroy the stigma. But there are still people who are hesitant or believe the stereotype. I asked Kira about the challenges of stigma and how they have overcome that at Body and Pole. We have the challenge of the pole dancing having a stigma because people just haven't been educated in it and it hasn't been in a fitness form for very long. They want to come in and be sexy or they want to explore their stripper side or they want to, which is all really actually very healthy. But then they see that it's so much even more than that, that it's, it's a dance form. It's a way of connecting to themselves. And they definitely get so many more layers after they've attended a class than it, what, what brought them here. But I feel that way with aerial dance too, that they think, oh, I want to be a circus artists and then they get so many more layers when they enter their aerial hoop and aerial fabric classes that it challenges the body but it challenges the mind too. Like we said at the outset of this episode, pole fitness has been around for a lot longer than people think and we hope that we are helping any of you who are feeling hesitant to feel more comfortable trying out this form of fitness. Society has been debating pole dance as feminist for a really long while now And I think that Kira's experience of pole as confidence building and connecting to yourself is extremely valid and comes from a place of having experienced it herself. As a feminist and gender studies minor in college, I can tell you what I think, but I know that the topic itself is going to be very divisive among feminists in the same way that like crop tops and booty shorts can be a hot topic of debate. It lies within the confines of sexuality, but is acting upon it for yourself and reclaiming it enough to have it considered feminist. There is a lot of debate as to whether the notion of pole as feminist was supported in the psychology field. In an issue of Feminist Review, Esther Bott recounts Samantha Holland's research, which was conducted by carrying out original qualitative research in the US, UK, and Australia. Holland conducted interviews to find out more about those who pole dance, their inspirations, their identities, their relationships to their own bodies, ideas on feminized beauty, and so much more. Bot says that dancing in its various forms has emerged as an appealing arena wherein women can express themselves through notions of creativity and gracefulness. Holland presents pole classes as encapsulating these possibilities for women, while also offering the potential for expressing rarer qualities such as glamour, physical strength, and a sense of empowerment. She does point out that the empowerment point is a bit of a minefield of feminist debate. Her data shows that women experience pole classes as restoring their self-confidence by allowing them to reclaim desirability and sensuality from the clutches of the male gaze. For anyone who isn't familiar with that term, the male gaze is a term coined by Laura Mulvey in 1975, and it basically talks about how media, literature, and society portray women as sexual objects for men, aka women exist only for male pleasure. So basically, this study argues that while it is debatable if it's empowering or not, What she found is that the women who pole dance perceive it as empowering. 
Holland comes to the conclusion through her research that Pole offers the opportunity for more than an objectified body, ultimately arguing that it challenges the restrictions placed upon women's bodies by normative notions of femininity. And from my own personal anecdotal experience of Pole, everyone who has done it has told me how much they loved it. All of this to say that you have to determine how you feel about it for yourself. But please know that there are many in the world who find Pole to be incredibly powerful and empowering. It was obvious to me while talking to Kira that she really loves having Body and Pole be the place where other people can also fall in love with and feel empowered by either Ariel or Pole. I love what I do because I get to come to work every day and I get to affect people. You know, we're just in the business of a dance and fitness, but that can really mean a lot to a lot of people because in a time that is hard, you know, life can be hard out there with work, with the political climate, with relationships, with money, with whatever. When you come into a classroom, you can really affect someone's emotional state by just offering up your knowledge and support. And I think that's pretty special that you can have someone that's maybe having a hard day. You don't even know either they're having a hard day, but because you are there for them, you can really change their day for them. When you do what you love, you're just offering it up and it is rippling out farther than you think. What keeps me going and my instructors is that we really care about our clients and we really want to be there for them and give them a unique experience that they might not be getting elsewhere in their lives. And that's why I love what I do because I think it's important for people to feel safe and to feel comfortable and feel that they can do something they never thought they could do in a supportive environment. We're really happy to have Body and Pull here and we're really happy to have everyone come out and try it from the very beginning level to wherever you're at in your fitness adventure. Wherever you are at, try it. You might actually love it. Well, I know I loved it. I think what appealed to me the most getting into it was that it was something completely foreign and it really tapped into a whole new level of fitness for me in terms of balance and this whole different kind of strength training that I'd never done before. It was new ground and it was just really exciting to learn a completely new skill. So the studio is on West 27th between 6th and 7th. We took the RW, but it's close to the 1, the Path, Herald Square, etc., etc., It's three floors, all of which have studios on them. Super nice space, very welcoming, clean, and plain old wonderful. The classes themselves are a little bit longer than your normal fitness class, which again proves that this is a class that gives you a new skill to walk away with. A class is 90 minutes at Body and Pole. You're going to be in a classroom with a very small amount of people sharing an apparatus. You're going to start with a... 15 to 30 minute warm up that's really going to stabilize the muscles, warm up the body, really get you moving. You're probably going to love that part so much because in New York City you need to just start moving your body nice and easy and this is really focused for Ariel for you to go upside down. After the warm up you're going to start with some really nice cross training exercises to build strength in your upper body, your abdominals and your legs. 
And then as it progressed, the techniques will move uh, to possibly inversions, depending on what level you're at, to climbing up the silk or climbing up the pole, and then some movement around the apparatus to floor work. So you get a whole spectrum of conditioning, some free movement, and floor work. And then by the end, you'll have a sequence that you've learned and a cool down. So you've actually learned three to four techniques during that, although within a flow. So how to get in it, how to get out of it, and how to move throughout the apparatus. You can stay at the level that you need to be at for as long as you like. Some people stay at intro level for six, seven classes, and some are like, oh, I feel great at the intro level. After two classes, I'm gonna move on to level one. So you decide when you're ready to move up and you are guided by your instructor. You can move nice and slow or you can progress quickly depending on your, from your background. So you've taken four classes now. Did you ever take a level one class? Unfortunately, I have not. You got me that introductory class package, which was probably the best Valentine's Day gift ever. So I took a few intro classes, which was a great way to get the basics down. Each instructor is different, and while they all do try to teach some of the same things, they definitely all have their own movements and their styles that they like to focus on. Jessie was definitely my favorite. She was hysterical. She made it super fun and comfortable. I never once felt weird about being the only guy in the class. And you also have like a few different spins that you learned, right? I did. So, so far I can do a basic backspin pretty well. It took me a little bit to get the muscle control just right, but it's a complete blast at the end when you can do a really fluid backspin or you can lift yourself off the ground with ease. That first class we took together and we attended an introductory class with Stella, who I absolutely loved. So even though we're reviewing that particular class, if you wanna throw in some of the background from having taken four classes, do feel free, Christian. So off and running, what did you think of body and pole for sweat level? For the intro class, I will rate the sweat level a 4. You're not going to be sweating a ton, but there are definitely times when you're in a hold, literally using all of your muscles just to stay in place, and you're going to be burning and sweating a lot in those instances. The studio itself can get kind of warm, so that plays a part of it too. Yeah, I agree with that. To be perfectly honest this was a lot sweatier than I anticipated and it was almost kind of like doing Bikram yoga at first but it was like hot yoga pole dance. I kind of wonder if this is in part because a lot of the students are wearing spandex or like short shorts because what you need to know for this pole dancing class is that your skin needs to be exposed because it provides better grip and resistance which makes it safer because then you won't slide or fall off the pole. Right and even though you're getting sweaty you're going to be constantly cleaning the pole with a towel soaked in rubbing alcohol. I also got something called liquid chalk which if you can think of anti-lotion is what it feels like on your hands and it just sucks up all existing moisture on your hands It feels super weird, but you'll be super awesome pole dancing. Is that the stuff that LeBron uses that he throws into the air? So liquid chalk, I got to use it, I think it was in my last class. It basically looks like hand sanitizer, but like I said, it feels like like you've had your hands dry roasted 
there's no drier feeling than this. It's so strange, but I was great at pole dancing. So what's more worth it, huh? Having yuck hands or being dope at pole dancing. I'll be a great pole dancer. So between the warm-ups and the actual pole routine or the different like exercises that you're doing, you are going to get sweaty. So I'm going to agree with your rating and I'm going to give it a four. So what about heart pumping? Ooh, heart pumping. Okay. So I think this one's a little bit tricky because it's going to go up as you reach new levels of the class. Right now, when you're first learning how to do the spins and whatnot, you're not going as fast or as frequently as you would if you knew a whole routine. So your heart rate doesn't get as high as it would in like a HIIT class or a pure cardio class. Well, and like we talked about last week, aerobic classes are going to benefit you differently depending on your fitness level and your body weight. I think you definitely get your heart pumping during the warm-up, but so far as the intro class goes, I'm going to go with a two or a three. Let's go with a three. I'm going to go with a three. For heart pumping, I'm going to give it a three. But don't let that fool you because there are definitely times where my heart rate was really high, even if it wasn't during the duration of the whole class. There are certain moves that you're going to be doing where it rises and your muscles are burning like crazy, particularly, I think it was pole crunches, where you literally hold yourself up and kick your legs off the ground and hold them in the air for several seconds doing crunches on the pole. That hurt like hell. And there's a handful of things like that. You know, for the most part, you're not going to be dying out of breath. Strength and effort, on the other hand, I'm going with a five. I would go higher than five if our scale would allow it. But it's a made-up scale, so I'm going with a ten. Strength and effort is a ten. The rating system is is out the window. There's no rules. We can do whatever we want. We can rate things a ten, an eleven, an imaginary number. But hands down, yes, I am giving it a five. No question. Like I said, I was sore in muscles that I had never felt before, and you're using all of them basically the entire class. You're using little muscles in your hands, all the way to your abs, and then down to your legs. But now, I personally find exercises that are building my stabilizers to be the most fun, because you can use a lot more mental strength to get through them. Yeah, so it's a physical strength and a mental strength that you have to put that effort in. So this class, especially if you're not strong in your upper body, it actually requires like a whole new skill set and a whole new set of muscles. You're going to be using your shoulders, your triceps, your pecs, and your arms and strange formations that you don't typically hold yourself up by. So it's pretty damn intense, but it's so much fun and a really great challenge. It's really fulfilling at the end. Yeah, you're also using your hip flexors and your legs. You spend a lot of time on your toes using the resistance between you and the pole, so you're balancing on the balls of your feet, giving your calves a nice little workout too. And then, of course, any workout that is using balance is really taxing your core and your stabilizer muscles. It is a complete and full body workout no matter which level you are at. And the instructors are watching to make sure you get your form right and that you're getting the most of each class, no matter if you're a third or fourth time intro student or a first-timer in a class filled with experienced pole dancers. Aside from that, in general, the instructors have been fantastic. So like I said, the first class we took was with Stella, who is absolutely great. 
I thought she was super funny and super nice, very supportive. She explained every move really well, and I never felt lost. And even when I had, like, an inkling of doubt or was a little, like, hesitant, she was really good about touching base and helping me through it. Stella was a delight. She was funny, and she really stressed being comfortable in your own body to work a pole. Plus, she had something like 10 years of experience, so she knew what she was doing, and she made little funny voices throughout the class. It was just, it was good. So for motivation, I would say a five, definitely. What do you think overall, based not only on like Stella's class, but the other classes you've taken? Across the board, I have to give motivation a five. Body and pole instructors are not only knowledgeable teachers and amazing athletes, but pole dancing in general is a sport where you have to be okay with moving your body in front of other people. And that's something they really drive home and really want people to walk away feeling. Stella made a point that it's not vain to watch yourself on a pole. It's essential to do it well. Some people let go more easily than others, but it's something that instructors really strive to instill. My coworker loves Roz, who we haven't taken a class with, but we've seen her Instagram presence and she seems damn fantastic. Yeah, she really does. Jessie, though, still takes the cake for me. She just had us laughing from the beginning to end of my class. I think all of this goes back to the mission of the place, you know, this tight-knit community and also the empowerment of pole fitness. I think that's something you see a lot in dance. It's not about being the fastest or the biggest or anything, but it's about being comfortable in your own skin and being able to let go. Moving on to music choice, the music was a no-brainer here. Music was fantastic each class because they take special care to choose songs with beats that you can easily move to. Something slow and sensual so that you have time to take each step, so that you're able to walk around the pole in a decent amount of time. Songs that were smooth and have that oomph to them. The whole way through the class, the music is great, but it's by the end when you've gone over all the basics and they let you do a freestyle that they play a little medley of songs that I think with the lights down low and by that time you're feeling the most comfortable in your body around other people that you can really let yourself go and feel the music and kind of fall into your muscle memory of how these moves are supposed to be performed. Yeah, definitely. The combination of the lighting and the music at the end is what really empowers you to feel like you learned this skill and that you've gotten a lot out of the class. And I think the complaint I've had in other classes is that the music wasn't really well thought through. You know, like it didn't match what you were doing. So if you're in a HIIT training class, you need something that keeps your body moving. You don't want something that's kind of slow or shoegazy. You want something with that pumping quality. But when it comes to pole dancing, you want something completely different. And coming up with those tracks and those playlists takes a lot of effort. Luckily, all the instructors teach multiple classes, and since a lot of them perform themselves, they're picking the songs that work for them, that work for the art form. And in an intro class, when you're maybe not doing your own thing yet, you're just mimicking them, those songs are what you need. So it's a five from me. And I will give it a five as well. Like I had mentioned, a big appeal of pole dancing in general was this kind of whole new venture for me. Finding this whole new balance that I never knew I had. So if the music can kind of let me fall into it and fall into feeling how my body is supposed to move and where it's supposed to stand and get kind of out of my own head, 
I thought that was spot on. So, five. Let's move on to our final category. Money's worth. If it is your first visit, one class from Body and Pole, meaning one of their pole, aerial, or flex classes, is going to cost you $25. You can also purchase a first visit package of five classes for $99, which breaks down to just about $20 a class. If it's not your first time, one class is going to cost you $40. They have various packages and unlimited plans as well. They also have a student, union, military, veteran, or senior discount that gets you 10% off full price classes. They also have cross-training, private classes, monthly memberships, space rentals, and membership programs. A whole lot of different ways to get you into their studio. So if this is your first class and you get to go in and take a 90-minute session, where you get your stretches and your yoga and your conditioning and you learn some skills all for $25. That is perfect. That's awesome. On the other hand, if you're looking at $40 a class, that's a little bit of a hefty sum. I know it isn't much more than like the 35 or 32 that a lot of the boutique classes cost, but for some reason seeing a four instead of a three makes it seem exponentially more expensive to me. It's kind of a niche form of fitness that offers a very specific set of skills and mentality and confidence building so it's really up to you if that's going to be worth it or not yeah and also what we've been talking about this whole time is that it's more than just a workout it's well it's a whole body workout to start but it's also an art form and it helps you connect to your body and I think that if I'm just focusing on this class and not any of the others we've rated in the past we're talking about learning how to do moves on a pole that is secure you're in a safe environment you're getting a great workout you're learning a skill so i'll go with a four i will go with a five and that's simply because this is no bullshit and i have mentioned it multiple times on this podcast before this class is my favorite and it honestly changed my life i learned a ton about proper posture just in life and I use it in every form of fitness. I worked out earlier today and I use skills for spine alignment and everything else that I learned from that very first intro class. I watched that happen. He was trying to do the worm on the pole or like kind of just like do the wave and he was having some trouble and Stella was great and came over. I was like no do it like this and it was like a light bulb like a switch like instant change and I think it's helped you a lot actually it was huge and still is it's it's amazing I think my biggest takeaway from this experience was pole dancing really helps you to get more in tune with your body you don't have to be sexy you don't have to compare yourself to other people in the room it is you time and it's time for you to connect to your body and see how it moves and see how you can move differently In the classes I took, there were a number of people taking the class who weren't fully comfortable by the end, but were more so than when they had walked in. I am a prime example, but you'll definitely be leaving with a newfound sense of yourself. Personally, I hate looking at myself in the mirror. And this class, you're surrounded by other people. You're supposed to watch yourself in the mirror, like Christian said, and it made me super uncomfortable. And I know that like I personally have a pretty negative body image and I'm not alone in that. Something like 53% of girls in America are unhappy with their bodies and when they get to age 17, it's like almost 80%. 
And the thing is, with working out in general, you become more in tune with your body. I've started to see my body change. I've got muscles that I didn't have before. I can row. I can do a burpee. I can do push-ups. And being able to do these things is completely empowering. But then you combine that strength and those changes with a class like pole dancing and you get a whole new appreciation of your body. So I completely see the appeal and how it can be so much more than just a workout, how you're really getting in tune with these things and building confidence. With a class like this, you just have to be committed to learning and continuing on with it. And I think everyone, especially women and especially beginners, should try out a pole dancing class at some point. Even if you're going in as a joke, which I totally understand, you should just see what it's all about. I think I'd always been looking for fitness to have one kind of answer for what my skill set would be and kind of saw myself not falling into being 100% a runner or super strong. But in this scenario, I was able to kind of just put my mind into it and really it's it's just mind over matter when you're in those holds and I can use my entire body there's this isn't blowing smoke up anyone you walk out different than when you're walking in even if you want to walk in as a joke just try it once I did and then I took it again a few more times to check out body and pole for yourself you can head to their website bodyandpole.com you can find them on Instagram using the handle body and pole. One word, no spaces. B-O-D-Y-A-N-D-P-O-L-E. Thanks everyone for joining us for this review. Don't forget that if you like the show, you have to give us a nice review on iTunes. You can give us a nice review. You don't have to. It's law. I don't make the laws right to your representatives. If you have a class you want us to try, feel free to let us know. You can call us at 646-598-8918 or you can email thecooldownnyc at gmail.com. Next episode, we'll be talking about our first ever cycling class, the locally owned Bikeland Cycle in Park Slope. Tune in to hear from their chief canine officer, Penny. (laughs) That's a dog. Our logo is created by Catherine Danberg Graphic Design. Our music is from the Free Music Archive and can always be found in the episode show notes. For more information about the show, or really anything related to the show, check out our website, thecooldownnyc.com. Thank you for joining us. You finished your cooldown for the week.